The Winefellers comes to you from the lavish WHUP studios in Hillsboro, North Carolina. Listen to us also on WPVM Asheville, WCOM Carborough, and WRLY Raleigh. This week's Winefellers is brought to you by the Hillsboro Tourism Board. Low on gas and near exit 164 during normal business hours? Visit Hillsboro. Learjet, introducing our new Sommelier Interior Edition with wine cellar and monogrammed ice bucket. Fly high above the indolent rubes in a Learjet. And River of Life Lutheran Church, reminding you to ask yourself, are you the reason why Jesus came? Welcome to this week's episode of The Wine Fellers, right here on WHUPLP, Hillsboro, North Carolina. I'm Joe, co-founder of TrueBottle.com, your professional source for wine auction prices, and my good feller Mark here, fine wine auction director with Leland Little Auctions. And together, we are the Wine Fellers! Wine Fellers, we got nothing to do except sit around here talking wine with you. Well, Joe had a bad day, got canned from the factory. Preposterously level-headed episode of the Winefellers ever. It's our infectious semi-biannual Valentine's Day spectacular, or what we just call our infectious Valentine's Day or VD show. Our infectious VD show is the episode where we discuss all things love and wine as we pair fine wines with just the right men's cologne. You won't want to miss this. But that's all coming up during the second half of our show. During the first half, expect to be charmed, enticed, and seduced as we get into this week's wine news and sing some ill-considered Winefellers song creations. It's all on this week's semi-biannual Infectious VD Winefellers show. First, Mark, what are we drinking today? And wine, y'all. And wine, y'all. Hey, Jay, hey. how's it going? Oh, Mark, couldn't be better. I feel like I haven't seen you forever. It has been one week, sir. Oh, well, I feel like I haven't seen you for one whole week. <laughs> it, uh, it's a lovely feeling, Mark, to see you every single day. And no, we actually. I mean, yes. every week. Every week. 
No, we actually, we actually sort of, uh, you know, as our radio show personalities go, we sort of pretend that we don't see each other during the week. But actually, we do. <laughs> we see quite a lot of each other. Yeah, we do. And, and, it's a, and it's a good thing. Yes, because we work at the same place. That we can't get enough of each other. That's right. We no, we, uh, we probably <laughs> spend more. Do people think we're strange? I don't know, but we do probably spend more time with each other than we do our spouses. But this is <laughs> just because, you know, you see someone eight hours a day and, uh, and then you go off and do a radio show together. But uh, but any at any rate, it's okay. great to see you, Joe. It as, is so, so, so good to see as you. As it was great seeing you an hour Five minutes ago. ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we, so for our wine pairing. Yeah, what do we got? This looks expensive. This is a nice wine. We are pairing it. So it's a 2001 Opus 1. And that's wow. a beautiful wine. It's this black currants, roasted herbs, tobacco leaf, beautiful wine. It's a California Napa Cabernet Sauvignon. Well, actually, it's a Bordeaux blend. And so the Opus 1. What does that mean? Well, it means that it's a blend of many wines, like uh, Cabernet many Sauvignon. Many different Bordeaux. Yeah, uh, like wine that they would sell, that you could grow in Bordeaux, like Cabernet Sauvignon, Cabernet Franc. Got it. Merlot, and some other things. And so the Opus 1 winery was founded as a joint venture between uh, Baron uh, Philippe de Rothschild of Mouton Rothschild in Bordeaux. I forgot that the Rothschilds have a, a, their, their hands in this. That's right. And then also the other partner is Robert Mandavi of, of Napa, yes. California. So they created, they got together and created a Bordeaux-style blend in Napa Valley, and that's uh, Opus 1. And so it's a beautiful wine. It's a little on the expensive side. I looked, uh, I just looked it up on the True Bottle com website oh yeah uh the wine price website right that you and i created yeah um and it uh if i'm correct a 2001 opus one sells uh, at auction for around 200 bucks yeah it's not the cheapest wine but it's a wonderful wine and if you like california fruit forward wines this is uh, a one way to go it's really good and uh so but later in the show we're going to be pairing this wine with men's cologne this does not sound <laughs> entirely good no well, dude, uh, w- normally you would pair wine with food. Well, w- normally we would. We have some food that we'll be uh, pairing <laughs> it to. But, but, you know, this is really interesting because uh, cologne is something that really smells yes. uh, strongly. Yes. And wine has strong smells as well. It, you are correct. So it's a bit of a trick to uh, pair wine and cologne. And, in fact, uh, part, I don't want to... Uh, get ahead of myself but when you are in the wine industry and you're doing professional pairings uh, people get very uh, upset if you uh, wear a cologne in, in a wine pairing I, because I it could, confuses people well it, it will completely overwhelm your sense of smell which is necessary when you're trying to determine the you know faint and uh, idiosyncratic uh, mm-hmm. s- smells of a fine wine that's right and so it's actually uh, considered very poor form to, bring, to wear <laughs> cologne in a uh, in a wine a tasting session but uh, nevertheless we will give that a try <laughs> a little bit later now I want to go to every wine tasting uh, with way too much cologne on <laughs> right just upset people <laughs> that's uh, or would it be poor form to bring fine wine to a cologne convention i don't know I, I, the, the fine wine wouldn't stand a chance yeah i mean it'd be so strong <laughs> we'll see <laughs> but that reminds me of we have a new sponsor <laughs> a real one this time yeah uh, we had um we had well, i no. don't even know who they are anymore we had one sponsor a couple weeks ago well they were real 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 
Well, the sponsor we had, you mean the uh, framing people? Yeah. Yeah, what? they were real. They just didn't pony up. like. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. The station manager, uh, Bob Slurpman, called in and said, cease and desist all um, uh, Mention mentions. Mention of the frame place because they didn't pay us for, and here we are saying their names. Oh. So we stopped doing that. But who's have, the new sponsor? So the new sponsor are the good folks at Sonic. America's what? favorite drive-in restaurant. Whoa. How did we land that? I have no idea. We have to ask Linda about that. But thank you, Linda. For thank you, Linda. So, it, uh, so oh, here we go. She's waving uh, at us from the control hey, booth. Hey, Linda. So Sonic, America's favorite drive-in restaurant, introducing the peanut butter caramel pie malt. A large <laughs> one of these is only 2,160 calories. <laughs> is that their advertising tagline? Uh, no, I've just got this off the nutrition website part uh it says <laughs> 2100 calories for a, uh 2160 calories for a large peanut butter caramel pie malt that does seem what like is that a like a, just a milkshake yes oh but i went uh, so i went online and it got into a calc <laughs> like a calculator a calorie calculator <laughs> it said you could easily burn this off okay. by going on a four hour seven minute jog <laughs> all right man really yeah that's all you take you know i don't know man you know because when I have in the past exercised on a treadmill or something, right, and it you can select the calorie counting mode. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you got to enter in your weight. Yeah, it's hard and, to trust those. Yeah, because I'll run for like an hour, right, and it's like you've burned like two bites of a McDonald's cheeseburger. Yeah, and I was like, how does how's that possible? How is this possible? Well, then, so so if you add a supersonic cheeseburger with mayo. Uh, that's 980 calories to your malt of 2,160 calories. You get 3,140 <laughs> calories, and then you can simply burn that off by going on a 14-and-a-half-hour walk. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? I mean, and we wonder why there's just a health <laughs> epidemic in the United States. I know. People don't stand a chance against these food I products. Know. Could you imagine, like at 730 in the morning, honey, I'm going on a walk. I will see you at 930 tonight. <laughs> I mean, it is just the uh, the deck is stacked against the consumers of these foods. I know. That is crazy amount of calories. Wow. Now, I did pick like the stuff that had the highest calories on the menu, but still. I it's it's like somehow, you know, uh, in the in chemistry circles, mm -hmm. you can measure the energy of the molecular bonds, right? Yeah. There's like some way of determining the the energy inherent in in chemicals. Yes. Right? And so I don't know what they're putting in these <laughs> right in here. I mean, it's almost like they're putting in like uh, diesel fuel. Right. But why just, couldn't why couldn't you just take all that food that I just mentioned, harness it, and you could run like a car for three uh, weeks? Let me let me put it this way, Mark. Okay, this this uh, peanut butter caramel milkshake. Yeah. Okay. Now, when if you look at it evolutionarily, uh, fat, the chemical. Uh, compounds and structure of fatty tissues uh -huh. are so arranged in the particular way so that it efficiently stores in small areas lots of calories makes sense right so uh, you know a hunter-gatherer would store some fat on their bodies well, that's it's right an so efficient did, way to store so fat you didn't starve when the first uh, explorers went down to antarctica mm-hmm 
they would bring along the most efficient form of fat they could of of energy. Oh. You know, you wouldn't want to bring along you know a bunch of uh, diet soda. Well, the or, yeah, <laughs> right, they, get you very far. right. They need calories. So what they what they take? They would bring butter, just, just which is a sin- very similar. To I mean, it fat. makes sense. But yeah. here's here's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> this peanut butter melt. If you filled that cup full of butter, it would not equal. Well, that's the right. Cal- could, what are they putting in right. there? And and, <laughs> and and these Antarctic explorations right. should have brought these sonic. Yeah. If you got a twenty ounce cup of butter, I doubt you'd get two thousand one hundred. That's what calories. I'm saying. What are they? And what has know. more calorie per uh, I guess volume it's just than butter? Like, it's just like a a cup of saturated fat. I, <laughs> I mean, is it? They, well, I'm. You know who we could ask? I bet Sonic has an entire legion of scientists working on the next product that can store more caloric energy than butter. Anyways, the good folks at Sonic, America's favorite drive-in restaurant, <laughs> new sponsors of the show, thank you very much. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. The Weinfellers will be right back. Today is a new day. A warm and happy day, a good time to be alive. Say goodbye to the ice and snow, enjoy the red Bordeaux, look how you survive. But now is the spring of our discontent. Glow. I'll bet you'll steal the show You've rubbed me the right way You're the cream of the crop You've reached that hilltop You've blown the cobwebs away But now is the spring of our discontent Fine Wine Newscast, where your good wine fellers, Mark and Joe, discuss real wine stories, 
from this week's news, offering you an insider's view into the fascinating and often hilarious world of fine wine, right here on WA. This week, confused why Lady Gaga doesn't have her own wine out yet? Well, you can finally relax. Lady Gaga was born this way to make you Pinot Grigio. Finding round wine glasses burdensome and pointless? How about a Kickstarter campaign to fund purchasing new stupid-shaped wine glasses? Is the biggest problem with wine bottles that they don't fit through the mail letterbox openings? Yes, right here on the news, Mark. The news. Lady Gaga, you might know her as uh, Stephanie Germanato. <laughs> <laughs> what is her last name? Germanata? Germanata. Well, at least she did keep the first letter. Yeah. Well. Germanata? Yeah, that doesn't really have a rock star ring to it, so I can see why she changed her name <laughs> to Gaga. Is <laughs> reportedly set to launch her own line of wines, joining the, oh, li- boy. Joining the likes of bands like Iron Maiden and Motorhead. And? And the bassist of Devo. Yes. Andrew Barrymore. (laughs) He still won't come on our show. Despite all of the praise. Yeah, I don't know. From the Serious News Organization, uh, let's see, it's called TMZ. The (laughs) singer will name the brand on her own 2016 song, uh, Grigio Girls. I guess she has a song called Grigio Girls from the album album Joanne. Why, Mark? (laughs) <laughs> Why do they do this? Gaga's company oh. has reportedly filed for paperwork required to produce the wine, <laughs> while the style Gaga will. It sounds the weird what? when I say that. While the style Gaga will prefer to sell as a mystery. This, oh, Gaga. it's not a style Gaga. It's the style which Gaga. Which Gaga. Yeah. Uh, Her it. company papers show <laughs> that besides wine, she applied to produce wine cocktails, wine punches, and wine coolers. I feel like I'm living inside of a cartoon right now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why is this? I don't even know what we're talking about. It's like I'm Gaga for Grigio. I'm Cuckoo for Cocoa look, Puffs. Look, Lady Gaga, this is what happens. Lady Gaga has oh, I know more what. cash than she knows to deal with, and she has- uh, I don't believe that. You don't think she has more money than she knows to deal with? I think she- And she has investment people who say, look, we need to figure out how That's to invest your wine, They're invest, looking at invest a, your money. She wants more money. Yeah, and so let's let's buy a vineyard. And the man, they star could says, really just sure, and they do, and they do, and and, and, and I guess it, there's a certain cachet that comes along with owning your own vineyard. Yeah, but really, if you want to make a ton of money off of nothing, wine is there's so many steps involved with wine. Right. You should really just be bottling tap water. Well, we talked about that. So and like so, making really good wine, believe it or not, is difficult, <laughs> and huh. making. Crappy wine's actually pretty easy. And so, you know, if, if you want to make crappy wine and you want to sell it on your name right. and put your face on it, I guess, well, probably people will buy it just based on that alone. They'll buy it. But but still, you had to pay. if To put wine in a bottle, even bad wine, Yeah, I think, uh, which is called, as you know, plunk. Plunk, yes. T- define plunk again for well, me. Well, plunk is just 
usual the real definition of plunk is if a vineyard is uh, has more wine than they can sell, or they have like the second wine from the grapes that don't do as well, uh-huh. and they'll bottle it, and someone else will purchase that bottle and put their label on it, and that's you know oh, in, yeah. in the trade that's called plunk. Okay, but it's not necessarily really bad wine. No, but it's well it can be, but yeah. Okay, well here's here's what they're doing. They are even to bottle some plunk. Mm-hmm. It's going to be more expensive than bottling tap water. <laughs> you, you hear me? Yeah. So why her uh, investment fund managers didn't go to her and say, Bottle water. You should just bottle water and put some red food coloring yeah, in it. Yeah, you know your house in New Jersey? Let's just get some <laughs> bottles out there. <laughs> bottle it and sell it. Dude, do you know how much people would pay for I water? Know. It comes out. Of the tap of a celebrity's kitchen? And they could even say, yeah, Lady Gaga's Whoa. tap. Whoa. <laughs> Mark. I, I it's mean, a I great think, idea. I something. I know, but here they are. They're actually going to try to grow grapes. I don't know. I, don't, I just don't get it. You know, it's like, uh, hey, guys, how about I just sell the tap water out of my house? Mm, that's too easy. Yeah. No, here's what you got to do. <laughs> Bottle wine. <laughs> so Lady Gaga is no stranger to the world of food and drinks. As her parents is owned, she not? her oh. parents own an Italian restaurant in New York City called Joanne Trattoria. Uh, huh. She's also in the past revealed how the song Grigio Girls was inspired by her friend Sonia, who had cancer, and how Gaga oh. and her friends would get together, pop a bottle open, and cry for her. That's incredibly sad. <laughs> that's well, that's the story. And as the song goes, all the Pino Pino Grigio girls pour your heart out. Watch your blues turn gold. All the Pinot Pinot Grigio girls keep it real cold because it's a fired up world. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) I didn't hear cancer mentioned once in there. No, but that's what the song alludes to. Is that right? Well, I think so. That's what they say. Wow. TMZ. They wouldn't lie. So. um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh. They just, they love to throw, with TMZ, it's never anything boring. It's either, it's like all the biggest things in one article. Huh? It's like the most entertaining singer, the w- most horrible type of cancer, you know, the most uplifting story well, with the best bottle of wine. Well, I believe this story. I mean, I think this is, I think she really is making Pinot Grigio, and I think this is, uh, um, I think, I, I, I'm going to, I think I, she can do it. I think I, she's going to make a really good Pinot Grigio. I think, I think she's probably using some artistic license when describing the 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 origin of this 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 tale well okay sure yeah, it could have been a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend yeah well millennials like good stories and so that good stories sell things and so she's i think sell so much she's wine. gonna sell so much wine to be ridiculous buy stock in her wine as soon as you can and I'm not if kidding. she starts the self-bottled water <laughs> buy that buy too that. just buy it <laughs> all right the second story all right Joe, as you know, I can't resist a good Kickstarter campaign. You cannot. And you are also good at telling the fakes from the uh, reels, I guess you would say. Oh, on the Kickstarters? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, you actually 
gave money to a Kickstarter. You bought a product before it was available no, and I viable. Did. No, I bought, right, as uh, you may know if you listen to the show, I bought uh, the Levitating Cup. It's a glass that <laughs> <laughs> uses uh, powerful uh, super magnets. That, uh, um, I thought you were going to say it's, uh, <laughs> it's a glass smasher. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't remember that. But it's a, it's a glass that would levitate over your electrified magnet base. And if you didn't put it on just right, it would, it would smash. Sh- it would shoot across the room. Um, you know, it had some things to work out about it, but, you know, it actually would levitate your glass above it, the base. It was actually pretty cool. It was kind of neat. And so, but I found something even better. What? The wine glass mask. The wine glass mask. I don't. I'll know, show this you, is I'm going to show you a picture. Okay, hold on. Wait. Now, this is what I love about these shows. We don't rehearse these, <laughs> if you can't tell. Yeah. I think people know we don't rehearse. <laughs> and so, all of this is new to me. It's news. It's news. Brand, it's real. We should. Real news. I mean, no, no. We only do real news. We don't point that. Do we point that out enough? Uh, well, I think it's in the little intro. That, the, yeah, but that, yes. That was the first problem with our news segment on the Wine Fellers. Well, we, we it criticism. was so outrageous. Mm-hmm. People would say that they thought the news wasn't real when it was. Yes. But this, this is real. The, these were a long time veterans of the radio industry from large uh, nationally known radio uh, conglomerates and stations. Yeah, basically. Telling you know, us, you need to let the, the, list, the listener know at all times what's going on and and you need to tell them you're listening to real news yeah so So what's this real kickstarter (laughs) campaign the wine glass mask is a wine glass designed specifically to enhance the bouquet of a wine and make it possible for you to get as much of it in your nostrils (laughs) as possible is this (laughs) it's shaped like it's i'm about to show you it's shaped like a face mask <laughs> it's like an, one of those oxygen masks it is. that falls from the, the airline. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. Yep. This is real. Oh no. It's no, shaped, no, no, no. It's shaped no. like a face mask and it has ventilation holes to that allow for better airflow. That is the creepiest thing. I mean, it's like Hannibal Lecter meets an airline crash meets right. an alcoholic. So if you're listening on the radio, we have to describe it to you. It's like a it's like a oxygen face mask that's actually a glass. Well, well yeah, okay. All right. No, well, it's it's a let's start here. It's a wine glass. Yes. All right. Now, if you look at the top of a wine glass, uh-huh. it's a normal wine glass. Right. It's just a. It's a got a circular lip, right? At one. Yes. Uh, except for. Well, this one that we're seeing here. Yes. You take that wine glass, but at the end, shape it like like that mask a dentist puts over like you. A, but, but the or, no, but the nose hole, like a shape. You put a nose hole on, like a triangle on the top of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that uh, sounds about right. This uh, this is a disturbing turn of events. Yeah, although here, this might look pointless, the glass is designed to fit the contours of your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So, so this you know basically you can basically fit the whole glass around your face and have no. There's just basically no room for any. Uh, there's mm. no poor. I mean, there's no gap. <laughs> There's no gap around the glass. It in your should face. be. Uh, they should remarket this uh, here. It should not be called the wine mask. It should be called um, like something like the sophisticated paint sniffer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to huff like a pro? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and look good in your tux doing it. <laughs> yeah. So that's probably the people are going to be buying this. So a, pr- a promotional video for the wine glass mask says the typical wine glasses have a circular opening. But the wine glass mask is shaped like a gas mask. 
Oh, that, the, this is bad. This the, is just bad. The brand says, by leveraging technology hospitals have been successfully using for decades <laughs> to dispense Come oxygen on. and nitrous oxide. This is real. We have a nose for, in, we have a nose for innovation. <sighs> so... Something I need to purchase. My next Kickstarter I'm going to purchase is the wine glass mask. And thankfully, I forgot how much they cost, but I don't think they're as, they're as expensive as the levitating cup. I, I, uh, so many thoughts going through head. So, but, well, I, here's what I'm thinking. Okay. It would be better if you just had a normal wine glass and in between sips, you'd take hits off your nitrous oxide tank with the standard nose mask. This isn't for nitrous oxide. This is it's shaped this way so you can smell your wine better, Joe. Uh, you understand? They've combined two great products uh, that are uh, on their own are great things. The gas mask is a great the product, I guess. Well, right. I mean, they sell millions. The gas mask and the wine glass. They're two separate products that work great together. You know what another great product is? The pencil. Why didn't they add a pencil? To the one, it'd be I don't like no. They the, should, and you could write with your head. But see, listen, listen. Okay, <laughs> okay. I need to calm down a minute. No, think about it. So, uh, the thing with a gas mask, I mean, or an oxygen mask that you wear in a hospital, why it works is there's no gap, <laughs> so there's no oxygen or nitrous oxide that's leaking. Sure. You want everything that is all the gas to get into your lungs. Yes. The same way you want all the smell of the wine to get into your nostrils, <laughs> and that is why the wine glass is shaped this way. Wouldn't it be? F I I get it, right? I mean, they want you're maximizing. I imagine the experience while looking like a complete crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you'd look absolutely insane. You, drinking you know, you know wine what would be you know what would be funny <clears throat> is if you know the old like World War One uh, gas mask well, kind of with the canisters it off the side looks that way, actually. and and like and you strap it on. It's got yeah. the two little eye hole exactly, goggles. Yeah. Uh, now kinda, that would it, be funny. Well, is, it kind of looks that way. Well, but you know how? Oh, this is great, Mark. We need to make this the visual here. I uh -huh. need to get it out to you. So, uh, imagine this: you get the gas mask from a World War One surplus store, mm -hmm. and you know at the base, like where your mouth is, right. there's a canister that you can screw on, and it's this big, like it looks like a coffee can right. screwed onto the end. Oh yeah. What if you screwed a wine bottle into that? Yeah, hole? we should make wine bottles that have that same size, and then you could just drink. And then that you just way. tilt your your head, your back, head back and the bottle goes up the whole mask fills up with wine yeah it is a truly a full it's a complete experience full, full experience as your head bathes in the wine you are drinking don't that's a great idea drink your wine bathe in it as you drink it's really, it's, and like, yeah uh, the, the tagline is bathe your face it's good i like it, it we're gonna sell this too <laughs> all right so our third story what have you got what's oh the biggest gosh. problem with wine bottles well oh, about to tell me they're around they're made of glass. In nope. other words, Joe, they won't fit through a letterbox. Ooh. Have they <laughs> solved this problem? But, look, they have. I tried shipping. Uh, I tried mailing some wine mm -hmm. uh, and, and just pouring it into a normal envelope. Yeah, but right. It that doesn't, doesn't work. work. But, you know, if you're delivering wine and you can't get it through those rectangular little letterbox no, openers on no, someone's door, no. it's, I mean, what do you do? But I, you're about to tell us, but I do have a solution already. Okay. The Postal Service sells a flat rate. Uh, it's almost like a nylon bag envelope. Yeah, but is that really going to fill? You can fill that with wine without leaking? 
Well, you'll have some loss during transport. Well, this is no loss. Okay. The mail order subscription service Garcon Wines huh. now has the solution. Garcon Wines has invented a flattened 750 milliliter plastic bottle that can be delivered straight through the rectangular hole of your letterbox, ensuring a bottle awaits you when you return from work. <laughs> There's, I'm going to show you the picture sure. of the bottle. There it is. It is a flat, just it's like a normal wine bottle. Uh, but it's flat. It's flat. It's like an inch square. thick. Yeah, and it's like rectangular, and it fits through your standard size letterbox uh, opener. That is odd, but it's glass. Mm, well, it looks like glass. It's plastic. Okay, so it falls onto the wood floor on the other side. You're exactly. And the it bottle, doesn't shatter mm, everywhere. That's right. So the bottles are made from a tough glass like plastic and are taller than your average wine bottle. They also come packaged in a cardboard box to avoid any spillages once it comes through the letterbox. This is about these mail-order wine uh, clubs, I'm sure of it. Well, I mean, it makes sense because uh, th- I think there are many people who, like, you know, they might get home from work, and they might have missed their wine deliveries when yeah. they weren't home, and, like, let's say the post office, l- like, left a notification card, like, says your wine's here, but you have to go to the post office and pick it up because they couldn't drop it off. Yep. Now they can drop it off. And I bet another reason is... Well, they've they've done a couple things here. Is this seven hundred fifty milliliters? Mm-hmm. How much? Yeah, it, it's a regular size bottle. Oh wow! Yeah, it holds seven hundred fifty milliliters. Well, that's what it says. But it's flat, so it must be bigger. Well, it's lo- it's longer. Yeah, it's okay, longer. Okay, got uh-huh. it. They uh, think of the space they can save now when they pack them all together. And so, good point. Good point. And, and and so this is what they're trying to do. They're pr- doing some product testing here, all right, at the okay. expense of these people who are getting square bottles. Uh, they're determined if, if in fact, these square bottles catch on, mm-hmm. it's going to save shipping costs around the world, right? It's going to make them rich in the process because I'm sure they've patented this. Yes, I think if they can, this will store more wine and and a per volume in a certain space. So I think that's actually a great idea, and they could actually make you know exactly. a lot of money that way. As far as the other thing, the the subscription service of sending wine through people's letterboxes. No, letter this boxes. is not it. I'm convinced it's not yeah, it. Yeah, but we don't even have a letterbox at our house. I mean, do you have one? I mean, those little openers? No, no, no. Opener what I'm guys? saying is this was dreamed up by the, this press release here mm-hmm. was dreamed up by the folks that, that developed this square bottle. Right. They're saying that it's actively being used to deliver wine bottles through mail slots. Well, they say it is. Yeah, it's not. Okay. It's to get into the minds of the people who put wine into round bottles mm-hmm. so that they may they might switch over to this ingenious technology. Yeah. I don't know. I mean it's not I, gonna happen. I, I don't I just don't you know, if you're sitting in a restaurant and and they come, you know, they the uh the sommelier comes with the wine bottle that's rectangular and they kind of, it looks like a big, you know, cough syrup bottle. It just doesn't no, look right on your no, table. No, it doesn't look good. No. There was another square bottle, Mark. There was? It was the one with the uh, LED display built in and the square <laughs> cartridges that, that went into it. Well, you put square, yeah, you put wine bottle cartridges into your right? square wine bottle and you could see I pictures of, this. Your, of where the vineyards of where your bottle is grown. I remember this. Yeah, so, but, um, well, I think this we'll see and uh, maybe <laughs> we can get a, uh, a sample of this and uh, or maybe have these guys on the show next week. Don't go nowhere. You are listening to... The Winefellers on WHUP.
Sometimes love you Oh, you know it's true The wine fellers love you the wine we love you, you. <laughs> We love you. Joe, I love you more today than I did yesterday. <laughs> Our love grows bigger every day. If that's possible. <laughs> we love you so much. Oh, you know, you know it's true. Oh, we sure do. The wine fellers love you. Because <laughs> wine oh. and cologne pairing. No, no, For no, a long no, time, no. cologne has been banned from any place where wine has been seriously tasted, consumed, or enjoyed. Yeah, for good reason. As a wine professional, it is taboo for me to wear cologne to a trade tasting, a wine dinner, or other wine-related event. Uh, wine and cologne together are not allowed. Until now. <laughs> Here, you know, we're just breaking... Barriers. We're breaking barriers. Uh, I see the cologne is out, and I see the Opa, the 2001 Opus uh, one has been poured. It has been. And I'm just dreading the combination. Well, both wine and cologne are aromatic experiences. In fact, without your sense of smell, wine would not be as enjoyable. You have told me that if you put, like, wine uh red wine mm-hmm. and a white wine right into cups like uh you know plastic cups people can't see into a lot of people mm-hmm. put a lid on it put a straw in it a lot that, of people can't tell that can't tell it, the yep, difference they cannot tell the difference between red and white wine on taste alone mm-hmm. and just like the perfect wine and food pairing the right cologne and wine pairing can enhance your experience of that wine i i uh, uh, as much as I don't want to do this, I have to agree with you, Mark. So we have our, you know, we opened at the beginning of the show, the 2001 Opus 1. I'm pouring a little bit more for myself. And I'm, I'm going to have and, some uh, Opus 1 over here, please. Pour you some right there. Thank you. And, whoa, um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow. Right. Yeah, generous. Thank you. Sure. And so uh, what we're going to do is we're going to see how Cologne changes our, exp- I'm sorry. Yes. How Cologne changes uh, our experience of that wine. Okay. What, uh, we know the wine. What's the cologne? Okay, so the first cologne is... Oh, jeez! There's Gucci cologne. <laughs> you just sprayed me 
square on in the eyes. Sorry about that. So this is great. I'm getting the full experience. Wow, that is terribly painful. Uh, it is. I didn't mean to get your eyes. Yeah, it, I'm experiencing the not only the smell of cologne, the taste of the wine. Actually, I'm tasting some of that cologne as well right now. Soapiness. All right, well, I'll be careful. In my sorry, eyes, sorry the about that. searing, burning pain. Uh, <laughs> many apologies, but I was trying to, you know. Wow, that to, came out of nowhere. <laughs> I was trying to that get the cologne. I, I was, uh, wow. So Gucci wow. cologne, man, that smells. Wow. Gucci cologne. Wow, that is strong. Is excellent. That got all over my food as well. Oh, we're pairing that with uh, hazelnut spread with breadsticks. You can get this. And cologne. The dollar store. <laughs> so excellent. So Gucci cologne is an excellent option Whoa! for men who enjoy the Whew! outdoors or for those who simply enjoy smelling like they have taken a refreshing walk through nature. <laughs> That's what I'm smelling right now. With notes of cyp wow. cypress, bergamot, and violet, the Gucci cologne for men is invigorating without being overpowering. It really burns, too, if you get it in your eyes. Doesn't mention that. After the first initial notes, those wearing this Gucci men's cologne and those around them will notice subtle hints of jasmine and tobacco leaves lingering behind. I do notice it's easier to breathe as time goes on. The strongest notes of this intoxicating aroma, however, <laughs> are the base notes containing a beautifully blended combination of amber, patchouli, and a lemmy. Are we talking about the wine or the... <laughs> the, the cologne. The cologne. Oh. Gucci, by Gucci Cologne, is a wonderful signature scent for men of all ages, although it is alluring enough to be saved for those special nights on the town. Oh. Well, shall <laughs> now that I'm completely enveloped in this <laughs> now, cloud of try your Opus One and see if it's changed. Oh, changed the flavor your smell of, of the wine. There's this overwhelming soapiness in my mouth. Mm. Mm. Um, this is not good. Um, what's not good? <clears throat> well, Mark, you sprayed cologne directly into my face, and that means that I'm overwhelmed with burning eyes, soapy flavor in my mouth, and this overwhelming, what did they say, a, an outdoors experience in a bottle in my nose. Um, it's like taking a refreshing walk through nature. Maybe that's what you're experiencing. That's exactly what's going on in my nose right now. Uh, I am, uh, I just, I, I want to try this, Mark, but I think you, I see you're getting out the next bottle of cologne. Do not spray it in my, oh, please, my mouth, Mark, no, please. please. Oh, go. No, I'm, it went right gonna... into my wine. I know, I sprayed it. No, 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 no. Oh, that is, that is not as bad as the other one. Okay, this is... But it did go right into my wine. Sorry, but do you smell... This one smells a lot different. This one is better. And, and it's probably because it didn't get sprayed directly into my eyes this time. Sorry about that. <laughs> this is Hot Thrills. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. It's do a, you own all of these colognes? This is a... <laughs> Are these from your personal <laughs> bathroom? This is a replica cologne of Eddie Hardy. So Eddie Hardy is a cologne... And I guess it's oh. expensive. So I went to the dollar store today and got Hot Thrills, oh, which is this. Boy. And it is a replica. Let me look at the box uh, here. Hot Thrills. This is the most cheap packaging I've ever seen. <laughs> so this. Compare to, right, compare to Ed Hardy by Christian Audigier. So if you're just joining us in the Wine Fellers, we are pairing Cologne with wine to see if Cologne can change your experience of the wine you're drinking. <laughs> Mark. This is uh, toilet spray. 
what's uh, what's that? <laughs> I don't know. I think that means cologne. So, oh, I guess so. I think. It well, is. yeah. Excuse moi for not speaking French. <laughs> well, I don't. I mean, oh, the toilettes. Bray. So Hot Thrills, or Eddie Hardy Cologne, which is the real one, is smell of citrus melon top notes and creme brulee base notes. Do you get that? <laughs> These people, Do you smell they're it? very lucky to have the job. Do you <laughs> I mean, smell that? I, I no, don't, I don't really base smell notes? any of that. Yeah, I don't really, they have this thing with top notes and base notes and perfume smelling stuff I've learned kind of doing this. But now let's try your Opus 1 and see if it smells differently or tastes differently. I'm already certain that this went straight into my glass. Dude, this is like a $200 bottle of wine, and I have soapy uh, uh, eau de toilette in my wine. Let's see how it pairs. Oh, it freaking stinks. <laughs> it, oh. It's actually harder, it's harder for me to taste the wine, so I think that's actually Mark, true. Mark, that's disgusting. It got... It got so I'm oh. not trying to get it into your wine. Yeah, I mean, don't care. Oh, so, oh. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Oh my gosh! I'm spraying you. For you the... have to give me some warning. I'm spraying. That is not. That I'm is spraying not, you for the next this thing. This is not. <laughs> this is not how it works. This, how are we going to do this segment if I don't spray you? And then uh, we, this is. It, it's almost. This should not be the pairing wine. This <laughs> with, is a cologne, cologne wine pairing segment. This is how it works. All right. This, here's the thing. When you. When you go to a restaurant for a wine and food pairing, yeah, they don't show up at your table and slam the food right into your face. <laughs> well, <laughs> look, I, I don't think anyone's done this before, so you have to kind of give you know little leeway. In, in here. some ways, Mark, I respect you for for having this um, urgent sense of getting the cologne I'm out trying there. To get right? them all, it, the, trying to get them to them all. So the the agent of surprise here is, I think, key to this. Okay. Well, here's the scent that I just sprayed you. I said, well, what is it? It's Donna Karen Liquid Cashmere Black. A <laughs> it went up my nose. Sorry. And a now I'm just... This is a... I'm a mess. My eyes are burning. My nose is running. And there's basically a soap <laughs> flavor to my $200 <laughs> bottle of this wine. This is really strong. Oh. A fruity floral banquet of... Delight with a hint hint of nuts, very <laughs> very sensual, deep, sexy blend of notes that will bring you hours of pleasure. Gorgeous at every turn and long lasting too. The top the question mark. The top note is sour black cherry. The heart notes, whatever that means, oh. are rose and jasmine. The finishing notes are sandalwood, patchouli, and praline. Actually, this is a woman's perfume. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't matter, Mark. <laughs> well, it's it's floor. I mean, okay, now I'll drink my Opus One, and I can't taste. I, I can't. S I anything. can't even smell. I've got really, snot running out of my nose. My eyes I are really, watering. I really can't I just, taste the wine. At I'm all. gonna. I'm gonna I take another well be, sip. I might as well be drinking water. I mean, <laughs> why? Oh my gosh, hey, that's expensive wine you're spit, spitting. I had out to there. spit. Oh my gosh, it went everywhere. Wow, why are you doing they, that? Well, it tastes like soap. Oh. You basically put soap into my wine. I'm gonna try one of my try, I'm gonna try one of the, uh, hazelnut spread with breadsticks bread sticks to store. get the soap out of my mouth. I mean, it has a hint, a wow. dusting of soap. No! Oh! Right. Dude, what are you doing? This is the next one. Oh, so I had my mouth open Sorry. and everything. <laughs> I was chewing, smacking. Mm. Um, oh, that is, that <laughs> okay. is, 
right, I, <laughs> that is horrible. I just sprayed you the next one. The next you one, got it right in my mouth, dude. Now, <laughs> now <laughs> I have cologne in my eyes, the next in my nose, and in my mouth. Now the next cologne wine pairing is oh gosh, Chloe Love Story. Uh, a delightful elixir bad, that entices your senses while also showcasing your unique femininity. I guess it's perfume. <laughs> <What did> you, yeah. <laughs> it's perfume. I, I guess I got, I, thought, I got cologne and perfume. I'm sorry about that. Mark, we're going to go home to our wives later. <laughs> yeah. Smelling of not men's cologne. We're, gonna, we're smelling very strongly of just... I love it. We're going to smell of all sleep. of these things we're talking about and... Uh, with a hint of hazelnut spread. The, the way the we tongue. smell right now is like the, how you smell when you walk th- you walk into a candle shop. I mean, it's intense. Ugh. So anyways, uh, this lovely fragrance from Chloe embodies elegance and sophistication in a bottle with the fresh and delicate notes of neroli, orange blossom, and something else. So It is not good. Um, create your own beautiful story whenever and wherever it's worn. Why are you saying that to me? <laughs> well, that's... I'm just, that's, I'm telling you the smell of Chloe. Why are you talking that way? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> that's, just, that's the perfume. Um, that's what they, that's what they say the perfume smells like. Look. <laughs> Is that their tagline or did you make up their tagline? No, that's their tagline. Okay. So. Because that was pretty good. I mean, I guess we could try the wine, but I can't. I I'm not drinking this wine. You were, this was expensive wine. But we're supposed to drink it with a wine, and you're not going to drink it. I can't well, drink the wine. Mark, it tastes like soap now. All right, so if you're just joining us on the Wine Fellers, uh, <laughs> change the channel. <laughs> no, don't Turn change the, the channel. You're learning uh, something new. You're learning. What are we possibly we, learning? We're right learning now. how we were, how to pair cologne and perfume with wine. So the next one, I sprayed you with. Is called Intimately Beckham. Where did you spray me? Uh, like, I didn't even see that. Well, I just sprayed you. It's you called... Spray- oh, now I'm smelling it. Yeah. It- it's just I didn't know because my eyes weren't burning. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> if this is called Intimately Beckham by Beckham. Oh! Yeah, I know. Like the soccer player. I can get behind this. So top notes of Lotus Breeze. <laughs> Not like the soccer player. The soccer player. I don't think it's supposed to smell like... Beckham, but maybe it does. Bergamot and rose petals. If he smells like rose petals, the middle notes Definitely feature not. lily from Casablanca, along with turbu rose and neroli. Uh, Gosh, man, they need to cut down on these words. Yeah. So this this scent is supposed to be both elegant and fun. I get the fun, but elegant. You don't mm, think elegant? More fun. It, 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 smell. What does that smell? <sighs> It is fun. It's it like is. a night on the town in a bottle. Yeah, this is what that is. Wow. Yeah. If yeah, if elegant, you, I'm not getting the elegant though. Well, you know, I mean, it makes sense, and this is how because Beckham, you can see, is having wanting to have fun, but not really about the elegance. No, no, he's about having fun. He's about having fun, and then winning the World Cup. Yeah, but I think it smells okay. Um, look, you know, as uh, growing up, for my sister, every birthday, for some reason, would always give me a bottle of Old Spice. Don't know why. And I think it smells better than that. <laughs> oh, that's high praise. Well, it smells better than Old Yeah, I think it smells better than Old Spice. <laughs> you know, and I don't really even wear cologne. But here we go. <laughs> well, you better start wearing it, Mark, because you have like five bottles of it here. All right. The next one is uh, only, called Only Crazy by Julio Iglesias. <laughs> <laughs> How many of these must I endure? 
this is not this is not good well <clears throat> the wine okay if just, you are just now tuning in i yes. know we just went over this but I, you failed to mention that while yes we are pairing wine with cologne uh-huh. and women's perfume at this uh-huh. point you failed to mention that that all of the wine has been poured and into the glasses that contain the wine has been sprayed copious amounts of soapy smelling tasting cologne well i'm not trying to put in the wine but we can't it's but, not you, the the pairing should not be tasting cologne but what we've learned here is that cologne really does impact your ability to smell and taste wine i mean yeah it has turned this 200 dollars bottle of wine into a worthless it's worthless i can't smell i can't taste anything at this it point. may as well be some ruby kissed grapefruit juice it might as well be really i mean i just so we've learned something so perfume and cologne really can mask the flavor of wine even <sighs> as something as intense as uh, Opus One, which is actually a pretty full-bodied wine. I mean, you would if you walked into uh, a wine tasting and uh, saddled up to the table that was serving some delicious wine and applied some of this cologne while right. standing there uh-huh. as someone was sipping on a fine eighty-two Lafitte. Yeah, they would be. They uh, would, would straight up they, murder you. They'd be upset. So the last cologne we have is Sauvage by Dior. <sighs> Are we not through this yet? <laughs> Sauvage is a radically fresh composition that is raw and noble all at once. Um, <laughs> raw and noble. G- give me an example of something that's raw yet noble. Well, according to the perfumer Francois Demarque, to create Sauvage, I used man as a starting point. <laughs> a strong and unmistakable masculinity, like the image of a man who transcends time and fashion. And then it says, apply this raw and animalistic scent to expose skin, and and you can pour some down your pants, too, evidently. What? Oh, Mark. No, look, something that's raw yet noble. Is this like uh, the Queen of England cursing at you? This is, you know, is animalistic cologne. He started with man. You start with man. Is that... That must be obviously the raw. So what this he started is, with something raw. I think this is one man. of those like pheromone. How did he, how does he give it uh, n- nobility? Well, I or, think this is one of those pheromone type of colognes. You know, I'm talking about like um, that. Uh, you know, what I'm talking about like um, Spanish fly or something. Uh, I don't know what that is, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, you put this. So it, it, a lot of these pheromones you buy in the back of popular science magazines okay. are uh <clears throat> you know uh aphrodisiac something you apply on your skin that is almost sense uh, you can't smell it it has no smell right oh there's no scent and uh, yet the it hits your um the opposite sex it hits their receptors well i think that's what this is so i think this is one of those pheromone clones that drives the ladies wild Let's do this. <laughs> Let's just do this. There you go. Oh, what? <laughs> it it actually is. There is no smell to that, Mark. Well, I smell something. I don't know. If anything, it's more of like a mineral water sort of smell. Yeah. It's, uh, huh. yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't feel any different. I don't feel different. I don't feel any more attracted to you. Wait, is it is it supposed to do something for the person who wears it no. or the people around I them? I think it has to do uh, probably, 
um, for the people around them who are attracted to those kinds of pheromones. My guess is it doesn't do anything. That is my guess. That these, I that doesn't know, Mark. Really? What if this is the modern day uh, chemical warfare? This mm-hmm. is these are the, we're down in the trenches right now, Mark. I bet there's women's uh, pheromone perfumes that uh, act to counteract the yeah. male Spanish fly that we just uh, put on ourselves. I don't believe if I'm walking down the street wearing this cologne, someone's going to go, Mark looks cuter than normal. I think <laughs> that's not going to happen. I oh, think- no, I bet it's all in your head. The fact you oh, believe I it, if you believe like, it, uh, that's what it is. If you put this on and believe, I believe I'm better looking, and yes. so, and so you I act, have pheromones, yes. and you act with more confidence. That's what it is, and yeah, that's exactly how it works. Interesting. That we need to this, we need to license our own Winefellers pheromone cologne. <laughs> Smell like the Winefellers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's horrible. That's horrible. The wine fellers in a bottle. I mean, we go. We are dark, Mark, but we're not that dark. <laughs> Smell like we've Mark. had. We've had. <laughs> we've had some horrible fits and starts out at uh, our special projects winery fifty one area. Yeah, this should never even go there. You too can smell like Mark and Joe. <laughs> In- included, we could include a, a, a you know a bonus pouch of uh, skin flakes and hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then like you know, or they maybe we can have like the two Alexes, like Alex the wine guru and Alex. Uh, uh, or other Alex, I can't remember, <laughs> the other Alex, and they can, you know, smell like them. What if we had a Winefeller's uh, CSI incrimination kit where we sent you uh, skin, hair, uh, scents, pheromones, of us? Uh, bodily fluids, mm-hmm. just anything you could scatter around a crime scene to implicate us? I don't like that. <laughs> it does not sound good to me. Why does why does that sound better than our own f- Spanish fly perfume? Well, because presumably our pheromones are just rocking. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're rocking tonight, man. I mean, we couldn't smell more manly. Five different types of cologne, soapy wine, and a mouthful of hazelnut. That's, and we apologize for the host coming into the uh, into the studio after us. But uh, I mean, I don't. I don't want to go, Mark. We have to go. I want. I want us to, to spray myself more with this. Let's. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> no, I think we've done it. My eyes are already watering. <laughs> But thank you, and I uh, mean, we will I, visit this always something new, topic Mark. again. Always something new. You've been listening to another exciting episode of The Wine Fellers, North Carolina's only fine wine radio program. And I've had such a great time today, Mark. Me too, Joe. But the good news is, is that the fun can continue online. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Visit us online at thewinefellers.com, where you can learn more about today's program and listen to previous shows. See you next week. Songs and melodies change and change and sway, but they still stay the same. The songs that we sang when the dark days come Are the songs that we sang when we chased them away If I ever found a pot of gold 
I buy bottles and told of the nectar of the vines Cause I'm gonna die with a twinkle in my eye Cause I sang songs, spun stories, loved, laughed and drank wine Tomorrow is another day The cats are out to play, to play That old rusty spaceship wants to sail Into the Milky Way again On a river of red, red wine Run, 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 run Run, 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 run. Let's have some fun, 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 fun. We'll drink, 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 drink. A toast to the sun, 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 sun. FMW.